as the school year continues to draw closer, a lot of us are starting to think about what remote learning is going to look like. If we're starting remote learning right off the bat, or if we're thinking that we might end up going there at some point during the school year. And if that's the case, there are two words that I think you need to be thinking about and how you're going to balance those. And in this episode, we're going to dig into those two words. Episode 189 starts now. I'm Jake Miller from the Educational Duct Tape Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect those of others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Ditch That Textbook Podcast, a daily show to equip, inform, and inspire educators to teach with less reliance on the textbook through technology, creativity, and innovation. I'm your host, Matt Miller. Let's get started. So the two words I'm talking about in this episode are synchronous and asynchronous. And if you haven't heard of these words or thought about them, it really is a good idea to think about which one you want to use, what the benefits are of each one, and how you're going to deploy those in your class. So uh, quick definitions. Synchronous learning has to do with learning that happens whenever everybody is all there together. So face-to-face learning is synchronous learning because everybody's there together. Whenever you do a live video call and students are all on the call with you at the same time and you can all interact in real time, that's synchronous learning. Asynchronous learning is when people can access it on their own time. So they don't all have to be there at the same time. So, you know, working in a shared document where you don't have to be there and interact at the same time, that's asynchronous. Um, Leaving a video response or an audio response someplace where other people can go listen to it later, asynchronous. And so when it comes to these two, I think it's good to have a balance, you know, because there are benefits to both. And I think if we think about what the benefits are of each of them, we can figure out which one fits the best. So let's think about synchronous for just a second. Synchronous learning is really good for a couple of things. I think for one, it's really good at building relationships. Not to say that you can't build relationships through asynchronous learning, but being able to see people face-to-face, being able to see their expressions, their reactions to what you say in real time, and being able to interact a little more like you would in an actual you know, face-to-face conversation, it's definitely got that. If you need to be able to address everybody all at once and be able to respond to them in the moment, asynchronous is really good. So for instance, you know, if you need to talk through something and people need to be able to ask you questions like right there in the moment so that other people can hear the answer, um, that could really be helpful. And so, um, you know, if we think about it in that way, we can... You know, we can schedule and set up things like video calls with our students in a remote learning setting for the types of things that those benefits lend themselves towards. So, you know, having a a daily short call or a short call every week or one every couple days or something like that to uh, address things that students are struggling with that maybe everybody else needs to hear, that could be really good. Or doing those... um, 
you know, sort of relationship building, connection creating type of activities. Um, synchronous definitely lends itself to that. And so I think that should be part of our repertoire when it comes to remote learning. But then you've got asynchronous. And if you think about it, benefits of that, um, you know, there, there are certain things that obviously that lends itself more to. For instance, uh, being able to leave responses to things, um, you know, and in the case of an asynchronous activity, like say uh, a video response to a Flipgrid topic or a post that you make to a Google Classroom question, you know, like answering a, a question in Google Classroom. By being able to do that, you're able to hear everybody's voice, but you don't have to wait for everybody to take turns. And so, um, you know, setting something up like that could be really good. Also, asynchronous lends, lends itself to helping students navigate conflicts that they may have with scheduling. So they might not be able to be there for a live video call um, at 10 o'clock because their other two siblings have a video call at that time and the internet's going to be bogged down. Or it might be that somebody has to go to a doctor's visit and they're not able to be there. Whenever you do things asynchronously, then it lends itself to that. So I think as we go forward into remote learning, we've got to ask ourselves, what activities can we do where we do them face-to-face -face all at the same time? And what activities can we do where you don't have to be there and you can work on it on your own and then be able to turn it in and look at it? So um, asynchronous and synchronous. If it's something you haven't been thinking about, maybe that becomes part of your strategy for remote learning. Thanks for listening to the Ditch That Textbook podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love it, be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes to help others find a show. Thanks for listening and happy ditching.